You're listening to Transform Your Profits, the podcast for accountants who want to build a more profitable, successful, and impactful accounting firm. Your host is Reza Huda, a practice owner, mentor, and coach to accounting firm owners. Hello, hello. I uh, hope you're doing well. I've had a good start to the day. I've mixed up my routine slightly now, and I'm pretty chuffed about it. I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. So instead of, uh, I normally drop the kids to school around uh, just after 8 o'clock, around quarter past 8, and then I would kind of go back home, have my coffee, uh, do a little bit of work, and then go to the gym before hitting the office around uh, midday, 1 o'clock. But actually, I realized I'm kind of halfway to the gym in the morning when I'm dropping the kids anyway. So to to win back a bit of time, uh, I thought, well, why don't I just go straight to the gym? And the reason why I didn't do it before is because I had in my head that I can't go to gym on an empty stomach. I haven't had my coffee. I haven't had uh, any fuel in me to make sure that I do a... Uh, you know, a, a workout, a proper workout. Um, but actually, I think it was all in my head because, um, you know... Uh, I think I read or heard somewhere that, you know, there's kind of not much point having a meal before you work out too much because it takes time for it to actually get digested and get into your bloodstream anyway to give you any kind of, you know, immediate boost of energy. So uh, you probably have enough in you to keep you going and I haven't found any difference. So just head straight to the gym and I've got kind of half an hour back in the day. So I get back before 10 and uh, and then raring to go. Still got a, a couple of hours to do my deep work before I head to the office. So it's working out pretty well. Um, what, what kind of mental blockers are you putting in your way because of uh, assumptions that you've made about how you're going to feel, how things are going to be without actually putting it to the test and actually trying it out and putting yourself out there and, uh, and, uh, and doing something different? Anyway, uh, apart from that, all is good. I thought I would talk to you today about how you get higher prices. Now, if you're frustrated at not being able to get higher prices and you see all these other accountants on LinkedIn and Facebook groups winning, uh, you know, the big fees of 20, 30,000 pounds and you're thinking, how on earth are they getting such high prices? I'm struggling to get more than 100, 200 pounds a month for my clients and they quibble at that even. So I've covered this on episodes in the past. So go back and revisit those if you haven't already. I've done repricing ones. I've done how to price one-off projects. I've done the four fundamentals of pricing anything. But today I just thought I'd come on and just, you know, re-clarify what helps you get higher prices so that, you know, we the more we hear something, then the more likely it is that it's going to stick at some point and we actually take some practical takeaways and start to work towards what is the, you know, what is the position that we need to be in in order to get those high prices. So remember, it's all about value, right? That Pricing is merely about capturing a share of the value that you're creating. So the more value that you can create in the eyes of the beholder, in the eyes of your potential client, then the more you can charge. And it's as simple as that. So really, it's all about getting dialed in on what value means to your potential client, to your existing clients. Uh, What is the actual value? What is the perceived value? And we've talked about before that really the value lies in not the production of the accounts or the tax returns or the bookkeeping. The value lies in the, you know, the access to you for your expertise, the speed of your responses, the proactiveness that you provide, the 
the peace of mind, the stress that you take away, the time that you save, the tax that you save, these are all things that are valuable to your prospects and your clients. And over and above that, there is the, the notion of perceived value that I've talked about, the perception of value. And this, the perception of value is driven by many factors. And one of those is how well do you understand me as the prospect, as the client? Are you specialized in my area? How do I know that you know the challenges that I'm going to go through? How do I know that you will understand the nuances and the intricacies of my industry and that I won't have to spend ages trying to explain everything to you. So again, this is another plug for positioning yourself in a particular industry, niching down, because that helps you to get to increase the perceived value of your offering. And when we do that, then you can get a higher price. You see, higher prices come from delivering higher value. And higher value comes from being able to provide more value to your prospect. We're not just providing it, actually being able to communicate the benefits that you are going to bring, communicate the value to your client. And a lot of that is down to really understanding them on a deeper level, because the more you can understand them on the deeper level, the more you, the, the more chance there is of you adding more value, because you understand them better, and therefore you know what their challenges are, you know what their problems are, and therefore you're going to position yourself as the problem solver for them, as being able to add more value to them, because you just know them on a much deeper level. And that's why it's all about going deep and going narrow, really understanding your ideal client in further depth, because that's how you drive up the perception of value that you can deliver and in the conversations that you have, the jargon that you bring into the conversation. So to give you an example, you know, when I talk to the content creator niche that we have, I can bring in jargon like, you know, uh, you know, AdSense because they get their earnings from uh, from Google and helping them out with the the forms that they get from Google that they have to complete, which come from the US, etc. Um, you know, we can talk about sponsorship, uh, brand deals. Uh, you know, I can talk about their audience. I can relate to them because I understand them. I understand their problems. I understand the challenges they go through. I can talk about, you know, having to, because I know that they sell products all over, digital products uh, within the EU and actually talk to them about, you know, you need to register in another EU state and if you don't, then there's going to be penalties and we can handle it all for you. And, you know, actually bringing this to their attention, there are some problems that they are aware of and other problems that they wouldn't be aware of. And they're grateful that we are bringing it up. And therefore, their perception of our value just increases because they know, they feel that we understand them a lot better, which, of course, we do because we have decided to specialize in a particular sector. And... Of all the firms that I come across, and I've come across many firms, and if you have been listening to this podcast, you'll see that uh, a lot of the episodes I've done with other accountants, the most profitable ones, the most successful firms that I come across are those that have specialized and niched down into one particular area. There are people like um, Joshua Tharby, who's uh, specialized in the property sector, and he's grown rapidly from zero to half a million in just two years, and I think he's you know probably well on his way to a million now there are you know others that uh, um, I've got coming on called as chap called Ben Stitch uh, for your e-commerce accountant he set up his firm and within zero to three years has got it up to a million pounds because he's decided to specialize in e-commerce there are others Stephen Pell of uh, Iconic uh, uh, who specializes in the music industry rock artists and again rapid growth within the space of uh, just a few years and and so the, if that isn't enough evidence for you, I don't know what is, that 
if you are you're listening to this and I know that one of your biggest struggles is how to win new clients I know that because that is the number one most common challenge that I hear from accountants within my community within the wider Facebook group and it is something you know I because you know you are my audience and I get to know my audience in depth it helps that I am one already but this is what marketing is all about really getting to know the conversation that's going on in your prospects minds I know you struggle to find new clients I know that you struggle to have a consistent system that builds a pipeline of new inquiries so that you don't have to worry where your next new client is coming from I know that you struggle to hire good people to retain your high performers and that recruitment is an ongoing challenge I know this because I take time I've decided to niche down upon accountants I could have I could have you know I talk about pricing I talk about people I talk about systems I could have been a general business coach right but I chose not to I chose to niche down into one particular area and really get to know my ideal clients you accounting firm owners in much more detail so I can serve you on a much uh, on a much bigger level I can make much more impact because I can get to know you much deeper than a generalist would hey just a quick break to tell you about a tool I use that has helped us to save hours and enable me to create a pricing system incorporating all the stuff that I've learned about value pricing over the years that tool is called go proposal what I love about it is that we can build the price in person with the prospect and then with a click of a button send them the proposal and engagement letter instantly during the meeting that's literally saved us hours of time from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but also because I can build pricing models in the software, anyone in my team can now have pricing conversations and send proposals to prospects and clients that has helped to free me up to do things that I love, like creating this podcast for you. If you're not already using it, highly recommend you check it out. You could go to a business coach and yes, they may be able to give you a little bit of advice in terms of, yeah, you should put systems in place and yep, you need to increase your prices. But actually, do they understand you in as much detail as someone like me who is an accountant, who has worked with accountants, only works with accountants now in terms of getting to know their businesses inside and out and has been there and done it uh, and now able to share my learnings over the years with accountants that I mentor and coach. It's so much more powerful to be able to learn from someone who has been there and done it and really understands us on a much deeper level. And that is the same for the clients that you are trying to attract. The more you specialize, the more you knuckle down and laser focus your uh, marketing into one particular area, the more inclined you will be to get to know that particular sector in much more detail. So to give you another example, when it comes to our other property niche, so when I'm talking to property owners, I can bring in jargon like, you know, um, I can talk generally about the property market because, you know, I understand it. I've got several clients in it. I'm into it myself. So I can talk to them generally about the macros of property. We can talk about uh, occupancy rates. We can talk about yields. We can talk about return on investment. We can talk about, um, you know, uh, office to resi conversions. I understand that I can, because I can have those conversations, then automatically the perception of value increases when I'm talking to my ideal prospects within that particular niche. And you can do the same with whichever industry you decide to specialize in. And when you do that, when you're having conversations, then it's so much easier to get higher prices because when people see you as the expert, they're happy to pay a premium 
to get access to an expert. It doesn't matter how big you are. It doesn't matter, you know, where you are nowadays, you know, the with Zoom technology, it doesn't really matter. People don't even see your offices. So you could be a one-man band. You could have just you and an assistant or two, and people will be none the wiser whether you have, you know, six offices in the country or just one. And they don't care either. All that they care is that you can solve their problems and help them get to their goals a lot faster. And when you can specialize and say that you really understand them better than a generalist can, that's when you increase your perceived value and that's when you can charge a premium for what you do. That when you don't do that, and if you're listening to this right now and you're the one that's struggling to get higher prices and you get frustrated, the clients are whinging about an extra you know, 10, 20 quid a month on, uh, on their monthly direct debit, then it's because you haven't done enough to differentiate your offering. When you haven't differentiated your offering, when a client cannot see you as different from another accountant, you are going to get that price pressure because there's nothing to differentiate you. If all it is that you're just churning out a set of accounts and a tax return and they see that can get it done online cheaper because you've done nothing to differentiate yourself, then you are going to get those kind of comments back from clients. Uh, so it's all about knowing who you serve because when you get to know who you serve a lot better and when you get dialed in on the who, then the what and how to find them becomes a lot easier. So really the goal of, you know, the ideally to get the higher prices, you need to specialize and also to be doing something that's adding real value that you can actually show the relative value of what you are doing. And I've talked about this before when you can get in front of the right clients and you can actually position yourself as being able to provide that virtual finance office solution then the relative value of that is akin to them having their own in-house finance department. So it's much easier to communicate the value of that type of offering to say, well, you know, if you were to employ somebody in-house to get a fraction of an FD, a fraction of an FC, a fraction of a finance manager, a fraction of a, of a bookkeeper will cost you, you know, 80, 90,000 pounds. We can do it for 20,000 pounds. Automatically, the client can see the value in that. They can see the, they can see the benefits. And ultimately, that's what pricing is all about, is about capturing a share of the value that you you are delivering and we need to get better at communicating that value and either we do that by making sure that we are laser focused on our messaging or we have you know relative values that we can bring up in conversation to help them see the value of your offering compared to another potential solution that might be open and available to them so really i hope uh, you know that that's it really to get to get the high prices specialize come up with a productized uh, offering that has relative uh, value uh, compared to something else that you can communicate the benefits of and uh, and you know be aware of, of of how you project yourself in terms of you know how you the look and feel of your offering you know the look and feel of your online offering your offline offering your offices because that matters you know how you look and how how you come across people are making judgments all the time remember pricing is a feeling it's not a science people are making judgments about price all the time for the moment they book a call with you how that experience is or when they make when they walk into your office what does that say about you they're making judgments in their mind in terms of how much they are prepared to pay by all these things going on around them. So spend, you know, invest 
uh, invest your resources in terms of uplifting those experiences. If you want to appear premium end, then you know you need to make sure that your offices are looking premium. You need to make sure that your online presence looks a premium, that you don't have a shelf of uh, paperwork behind you all in a state when you're doing your Zoom calls. You know, you, you come across professional and you come across... Uh, um, uh, you know, premium looking in terms of your uh, your Zoom setup, for example. You've got a good you've got a good camera, you've got a good mic, you've got a good background. All these things matter. You come across well. So even getting more confident in terms of virtual selling or virtual conversations will help. And actually, my next mentoring session is all about that. How to uh, you know how to increase confidence and improve your uh, your delivery and your sales say uh, virtual selling uh, skills. Uh, the next mentoring session coming up. So uh, if you're interested, as always, DM. Uh, otherwise, I hope you've had value from this episode. If you haven't already, then rate, review, and follow this podcast. It will be much appreciated. Drop me a message on LinkedIn. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. Bye for now, and I'll see you on the next one. I hope you got value from that episode. And if you want to spend more time together, where we go deeper on topics like pricing, marketing, sales, building a team and processes so you can build a firm that is less reliant on you, then come and join the TYP Mentoring Community. It's my membership program where I deliver practical mentoring sessions from my personal experience of building my practice and share resources that I have created and use in my firm so you don't have to reinvent the wheel and waste time and money making mistakes like I did. There's an amazing community of 100 plus accountants that you get to meet every week, share challenges, best practices, and use the power of the group to shortcut your learnings. Go to resahuda.com forward slash mentoring to find out more. Thank you for listening. For more free content, videos, and resources, visit www.rezahuda.com. And if you haven't already, come and join the community in our Transform Your Profits Facebook group, where we support each other to build more successful, profitable, and impactful accounting firms.